Welcome back to Sci-Fi Cross-Sections, a weekly podcast dedicated to everything science fiction. It's me, your sci-fi overlord, Colin Brandon, and with me tonight is... I am Ben Young. Andrew's back from the junkyard. <laughs> Glad you just uh, put what? that one together off the out of nowhere, but uh, <laughs> yeah, tonight we are talking about Cyberpunk 2077. Uh, Cyberpunk 2077 was developed by CD Projekt Red. It was directed by Adam Badowski. Producers... <laughs> Not even going to attempt that name. Just say Conrad. Uh, right, written by Marcin Blasha and Tomas Merchuka. Oh, boy. You get it. They're French. <laughs> Quite the opposite. I'm sorry to all of CD Projekt Red for butchering names. <clears throat> Anyways, the, you can find this game on the, the platforms Windows, PlayStation 4, just not off the PlayStation Store, <laughs> um, Stadia, Xbox One, PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X slash S, and of course, well, I already said Windows, so whatever. <clears throat> and... Uh, I do actually have a budget for you guys. This is probably, oh, really? I believe this is the most expensive video game ever made. Uh, it has cost thus far about a hundred. No, it's not the most expensive ever made. If you consider marketing, uh, total costs come out to about $330 million US. Because Star Citizen... I think oh, yeah. still has the record for most, uh, most expensive. Game In development. Made. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And what's Do we have a development cycle for this? Like a length of time in development? Yeah, yes. It uh, started development in 2012. That's when they mm -hmm. first started like brainstorming and started actually developing the game. So it's about eight years, which, I mean, that's not unheard of for a video game. No, it's just, I know it got pushed back several times in the year 2020. Yes. Yep. Yeah. That was what really did it. But besides, I mean, it is a lengthy development time regardless. So. Yeah. Um, uh, with that, I think I want to throw it over. Ben, do, do you want to give a rough, oh. rough go yeah. on this or? I actually forgot to do this. <laughs> I've been in a weird state of mind today lately, guys. That's, uh, That's okay. I, at this point, Andrew could just edit in the good morning, Night City. <laughs> oh, that'd be fun. Da, 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 da. Yeah. It's a good way. I mean, yeah, there's, it's, yeah. it's, it's an open world. A... It's an yeah. open world, you know cyberpunk quote-unquote game uh it's you know it's tough to to break down but basically um <clears throat> in night city you play as a mercenary named v who gets keanu reeves trapped in his brain keanu reeves is slowly killing him so can v get him out find out next time that was awful see this is why i should write things <laughs> <laughs> but next time on Night City. Oh, I'm so tired. I don't know what's wrong with me. Uh, you gotta upgrade your cyber brain. Yeah. Yes. You need more RAM, but I don't think you have enough RAM in that old brain of yours. No, it's time to time to just get a new brain. Yeah. What is it? Cyber deck is what they called it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Upgrade your cyber deck. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna get a Keanu Reeves to inject into my brain. You've turned off your targeting computer. What's wrong? <laughs> all right. So before we kind of get into like, I guess all the controversy, I kind of just want to go around. I want to get people's 
impressions of the game thus far. I do know that Andrew and I have both finished the game. Uh, I will not say we've 100% of the game. I don't think it's been out long enough for anyone to no. do that. Uh, but, well, they probably have. I don't know. I haven't. But, you know, neither of us have with jobs and responsibilities and whatnot. But um, Ben has not gone all the way through it. Uh, always a busy boy, Mr. Ben. But, um, no, actually, we'll start with Ben. Ben, tell me what mm-hmm. you think about the game. Just initial impressions. Uh, you know, I think people who complained about the bugs and the graphics are just poor, really, is what it comes down to. I think that if you want to experience this game, just don't be poor, is really what it all comes down to. And I think there's something beautiful about that. I think there was really a beautiful sentiment in what what, uh, CD Projekt Red was getting at. Um, And what it really is, is a full misunderstanding of what cyberpunk really is. And we'll get into that in more detail later. The game itself is fun, and the story is decent. Um, I'm enjoying it, and it doesn't feel like a chore yet. Uh, however, I, I, think, uh, I, th- I think that the, it's a fundamental misunderstanding from CD Projekt Red on the genre, um, and it only continues to be expounded upon as you get further throughout the game. All right. Andrew. I was just looking over... Um my steam page for this game i have put uh 67.4 hours of playtime in uh since uh its release i actually wasn't gonna buy it day one and i did um (laughs) it, it took me to a place where i like i haven't like just barreled through a video game like i did with cyberpunk in many 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 months uh the last game that i really dug deep into like this was um uh, what is it called? Uh, Path of Exile. It's not sci-fi at all, but it's um, it's very much a Diablo-like game. Yeah, yeah I've heard of it. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Um, I've tried to convince other people to play it, and they don't do it. But we're not here to talk about that. Uh, so I, 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 I mean, Cyberpunk's probably one of my favorite aesthetics, just in general. Right. Um, you know, uh, definitely draws from a lot of different places and i really i really like it um before i before we go on uh to colin um this is actually based off a tabletop rpg Mm -hmm. and i know none of us are none of us are strangers to tabletop i forgot to mention that thank you i i completely Mm -hmm. spaced Mm -hmm. on that yeah no i i just didn't want it to be remiss it's cyberpunk uh, i think it's 2020 is the is the most current version of cyberpunk i don't know i believe that is correct because it hasn't been Um, updated in a while yeah, I've heard that they plan on maybe doing an updated version. I think Cyberpunk Red, but people can Google that and on their own time. I, I guess while we're mentioning that, I do want to mention the creator of Cyberpunk was a consultant on this game since day one. As it should be. Yeah, yeah it so, should be. Which is interesting. Um, yeah. Yeah. But um, it's funny. If you actually have the PC version of uh, Cyberpunk 2077, you can find the source book in the um, in the Steam file folder of it. They actually have a PDF version of the source book of Cyberpunk 2020. That's cool. So, yeah. Just so everyone knows, uh, the first edition was published in 1988. Mm -hmm. Uh, Doesn't say what year it takes place in uh, offhand. Um, Oh, it it retrospectively became known as Cyberpunk 2013. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there was Cyberpunk 2020 in 1990. Mm-hmm. And then Cyberpunk 3.0, which takes place in the 2030s and it's published mm-hmm. in 2005. Mm-hmm. And Cyberpunk yeah. Red is set in 2045 mm. and uh, it serves as a prequel to the game. Yeah. But yeah, you can go through. Um, just came out. You can go down the file path uh, wherever you keep your Steam library, Steam apps, common, Cyberpunk 2077 bonus content and then uh the file is under source book oh hell yeah i'm actually gonna check that out when we get done they have an english they have an english version and a version um i don't know what this language is pl does pl sound strike anybody's obvious what that language is polish oh that yeah it it could be be polish polish considering cd project red are they polish they are very Polish. I said they were. I said they were French. That's not right. <laughs> Whoops. Oh Whoopsie do. Anyway, um, once again, pissing off the French. They are close enough. Sure. Um, They're neighbors, right? They the border Polish. each other. Uh, you're just you're just making that up now. I don't. I don't know. I'm not a geography major. No, they're separated by a common uh, neighbor called Germany. Oh. oh. That makes sense contextually. Yeah. Someone they both came to hate. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> I don't know why, but I thought you were doing Mario for a second. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> it's almost. Um, okay, so my initial impressions of the game, uh, well, I should say that first like hour or so, I was really noticing like bugginess. I just didn't understand that this is how the game is going to be for a little while until they patch it. Um, but once it really opens up and you're really getting into act one, the game is gorgeous. I loved it. Um, I also am a big fan of cyberpunk. I, I will say, you know, I love that whole like dread aesthetic. In fact, actually after about halfway through the game, uh, me and Caroline watched dread the other day and I was like, Oh my God, this is literally just cyberpunk. I mean, you get the, the mega buildings, which I mean, the design for cyberpunk mega buildings the is Carl, the Carl Urban Dread. Yes, yes, the good one, just straight up taken from Dread. Like it's so, it's so good. Um, <clears throat> Dread, Dread is historically a very, a very cyberpunk uh, mm-hmm. styled world. Yep, mm-hmm. and, um, and, a, and a legitimate cyberpunk styled world as well. And yeah, aside from that, I love the, uh, I love Blade Runner. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. old and new you know so this game was right up my alley and i love the attention to detail in this game like so many people wanted to to uh attack this game uh, vehemently for its flaws but in doing so they didn't take the time to appreciate what it did right and it did so much more right than it did wrong mm-hmm well, a lot of people didn't get to experience what it what it did right, right? Like that, that, they, a lot fair. of people, just you know, the people the people who are I feel like are attacking it are, are the people who are like who don't get to play it. They're like, what is this? Yeah, <laughs> or the people who are on console. Yeah, yes. well, a large majority of the people on the the last generation of console are the ones that are attacking it, and to a degree, that's fair. It is not a pleasant game on console, no matter how many times you patch it. Uh, 
even people with weaker PCs are having issue with it. Like, I, I have you know. a, I have a weaker PC. I mean, I did upgrade my RAM just to play this game. My graphics card sucks. I'm definitely not running. My graphics card it is mm -hmm. a uh, 970. Wow, mm, and yeah, it ran, it yeah. ran fine old. on it, huh? Yeah. Uh, it, it, yeah, that's good enough to to run Cyberpunk. It's not great, but that's good enough. The important thing mm -hmm. is the RAM, which is what I. Upgraded in time, thanks to a uh, a donation, <laughs> someone donating RAM to me. Um, <laughs> listen, I just got done with student teaching. I'm poor, uh, but no, I honestly I love the game. Um, so to kind of get into that, uh, those those naysayers and the negativity this game has kind of picked up. Uh, I have. Talk to a friend who knows a little bit about programming, and he says uh, the big thing is this game was never built to be on the last generation consoles. So the fact that they ever tried to do it, that's more of them chasing sales than actually making a logical decision there, I think. It's trying to have your cake and eat it, too. Yeah. It, and, you know, and, and with some games, it can work. I, I heard... Um, I heard that uh, Persona 5 was uh, pretty good on last-gen consoles. So it was a PS3, PS4 kind of deal, I think. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, this <laughs> this ain't it. Uh, what was another thing that I, I heard? It was... It also has a lot to do with game engine. When you uh, pick your game engine, you're locked in for the rest of that development. You mm -hmm. know? And so better things come out better more effective tools come out but i mean this thing got started in what 2012 there's only so much you can do with that um i think he even quoted uh skyrim as an example of you know as good as that game is you can't have more than one character's dialogue going at one time the game just can't handle it so i don't know that's all I have to say about that. Yeah. I had a zone that I wanted to go down that I've made reference to a number of times uh, off recording. So I think um, it kind of is related to what Ben was saying earlier about not being poor. If you want to play this game. <laughs> about, about not playing poor. Wait, so hang on. Uh, ben was basically saying that if you can afford uh, a nice gaming setup. Mm hmm. Or even to an extent, you can afford to buy a video game that at first does not bring you joy, that is not good to play, and you can just wait on it a little bit. I don't know, but no, if sure. you can afford I mean, it, yeah. you will enjoy Cyberpunk is essentially what Ben was saying. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. And for the record, I am poor, so yeah. for oh, yes, anyone ben, listening yeah. who's going... Hey. <laughs> That None of us are making, uh, you know, quadruple digits on, uh, uh, you know, podcasting. Right. Yeah. We're we're all poor because you won't tell your friends about us. Just but but that we're not here to talk about that. That's neither here nor not there. <laughs> well, it's, it's we'll have a special episode where we hey, drag our listeners. It's definitely here and there, but we're not going to talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. 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 Yeah. Anyway, your but, zone, Miller. Yes. Um. So. Uh. He's getting into the zone. Auto zone. Getting <laughs> in the zone. So we, 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 you know, briefly mentioned, uh, you know, having PCs that are sort of up to, uh, up to spec sort of, sort of, so to speak. Um, now, now what benefit 
do you guys think that the PC version would have over a console version? I know there are a lot, but I'm actually kind of fishing for one specific answer. Processing? And it actually makes sense contextually. So we have processing. Colin, what do you think? Hmm. No, yeah, I say processing. There's Probably. no wrong answer, but I'm looking for a specific answer. Well, I mean, processing is, might the, is the most yeah. logical one. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. Honestly, I, I, I could tell you. Oh, sorry. Well, what I have found, and this is all post first playthrough, so I'm I'm on my second character. I'm on a I'm on a corpo um, character. What I've found, uh, and much like the content of the game itself. It's all about, I mean, not all about, but mo a lot of the game has to do with cybernetic upgrades or modifications. If you play this, you can play this game on PC right now with mods, and it's an, it's amazing. It's a fucking game changer. It really is playing this game with mods on PC. I have a, I have a, and, and as far as I know, there's no content mods, but I've got a, um, I've got a better driving handle ability mod. Uh, I've got a couple of shaders and I've got a, uh, a better control mod as well. I'd and be shocked. Sorry. No, I was just going to say, I, and, um, it just, it's, it's so funny to me that, uh, a game whose, whose content is so predicated on modif you know, body modifications is runs better modded i mean it's it's not you know it's probably not what they intended i just think it's kind of funny and maybe i i don't know if ironic's quite the right, right word counterintuitive isn't the right word for sure i mean i guess it'd be more intuitive that mods would make this game better but that's it is interesting and it's very funny um mm -hmm. i don't like playing mo i don't like adding any mods into my game on my first run through um just because i want to I'm you know yeah. I'm a sucker for the artist and the vision and mm -hmm. I want to know what what they how they wanted this to be and judge it based on those merits alone. Yeah. I don't want to be like wow that skyline is really beautiful and then suddenly realize that it's been enhanced by a mod. It's mm -hmm. it's not actually because <clears throat> because there are many parts in the game where I look out and I'm like oh that's the skyline okay then bye <laughs> and like yeah. move on because it's just smog filled and I get that's the point. But yeah. so I, I, I've avoided mods so far is what I'm yeah. trying to And I mean, yeah, and I, I'm, I'm totally with you. Like I said, my first playthrough, completely virgin experience, it didn't even dawn on me that there would be mods for this game until after I had beaten the, the game once. There's um, a working third person view there's mod. A, there's, yeah, there's a working third person. I think I've got a draw distance mod as well. Uh, there's also a map mod that I'm kind of playing around with, but it's not very good. Sorry if you're the uh, maker of that map mod. I do reject the third, the working third person. A after playing this game in first person, mm -hmm. I fully understand why they did it. Because yeah, same. while 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 I bash the skyline, you know, driving around with people and looking out the windows at the city and things Unplayable. going on. It makes you feel like you're there, and it makes you feel like you're part of the game, which is what a tabletop game is supposed to do. So, you know, it feels like I'm part of the world, which is really exciting. Yeah. Fair enough. But that's kind of the zone that I wanted to go down. It's just kind of funny that this game, you know, has, has is, is a pretty robust modding community already and growing Get every day. Zone. Nexus Mod Mods. Zone. Uh, Nexus Mods is where you can go for Cyberpunk mods if you're oh so there's nothing official on steam workshop or anything 
Oh God, no, I don't think there's a, there's nothing on steam workshop. So unfortunately you have to do a little bit of, um, digging. Well, digging. Yes. But, uh, like mod foo, you kind of, as long as you read the instructions, they're easy enough to figure out what you're doing. But if you don't read the instructions, you're fucked. Listen, I don't need that kind of effort in my life right now. I don't need that evil in my life. Yeah. The game officially lives on GOG anyway, so I doubt it'll, uh, it'll ever have a, a mod workshop on Steam. That is um, true, and I'm really surprised that GOG was yeah, kind of got the uh, I don't want to say sole distribution rights because that's obviously wrong, but yeah, there's got, it is CD billing. Project Reds, correct? Yeah. yeah, but yeah, it's just it's interesting that they got kind of like actual billing, like they're, they're hey. on you know they're on the thing. Like I had to download, um, I had to download, um, or I had to sign up for a. Um, GOG account in order to get uh, the bonus content. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, that's, it's, yeah, a, it's a smart business move. Um, yeah, sure. Uh, for CD Projekt Red. You know, it's it's like uh, hmm, it's a good way to put it. It's like beignets. Right? You know what a beignet is? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've never had one, but yes. Exactly. So it's there. It's a lot like beignets. You can go to the store now and get beignet mix and make your own beignets. They knew that, but then they set up a beignet shop. They did that first, actually. But the point is that they know people will want to go to the source to get their beignets. It's the same thing with CD Projekt Red. They know people will want to go to the source to get their game. But they still set up in all the other shops. Mm-hmm. Big brain move. <laughs> big brain move. If only they could have big meme. brained enough to release the game properly. But, you know, yeah. win some, lose some. So, Ugh, it's well, getting hot in here now. I want to ask you guys, do you think this game, and it would have pissed off everyone, do you think this game would have been better served to have been delayed again? Yes. No. Or do you think no matter what, just put it out there and then that's how you really tell what all the bugs are is have a giant pool of people playing the game and reporting issues I don't think the issue lies in delay or don't delay the game should have been cancelled on PS4 and Xbox One yes period they should have announced they should have said you know what RB everyone gets refunds we're canceling it everyone gets refunds or we'll hold a game for you on the next generation console Sure, whichever one they want. Something. Yeah. Um, and it, it, that it, if if they had any integrity, they would have done it, but they didn't. And they well, here, here's my thing about that: this is not a fucking Kickstarter game, okay? This is a AAA <laughs> studio developed game that has been sure. in development for eight ish years. They they should have, you know. There there's a meme going around where it's um the scene from The Simpsons where it's uh. Uh, Larry Burns is at the uh, kind of this um, big thing with uh, his father, Mr. Burns. And there's the whole like, oh, Larry, you should meet our daughter, the debutante. She came out last year and she's not attractive. And he's like, oh, you should put her back in. She's not done yet. But (laughs) it's got it's got Cyberpunk 2077, the logo plastered over that her face. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) it's literally, you know, this this is your legacy. You know, I mean, everybody's going to remember the botched you know, uh, cyberpunk launch. Everybody's going to remember that. Will they though? Why? Because no one remembers the Witcher three. I never played it. 
I didn't either. Yeah. But you know what? I do remember what happened. I don't. But also, The Witcher Three didn't come out at the height of, I guess, internet memes and. Yes, it did. There were tons of memes about it. Yeah. Uh, I think the difference is that it's not. It didn't come out at the end of one generation and the start of another. That yeah, was too. the big. That was the biggest issue. Is that yeah. The Witcher Three came out near the beginning of this this last generation, Ooh. and because of that, it, it you know people were more accepting of it. But now, now at the end of a generation, it's like you know what you're working with. You should have known yep. better. Not only that, but it also came out during the height of. COVID-19, which apparently people didn't have enough shit to do to occupy their time until it was time for, <laughs> to, to let Cyberpunk get released properly, to fucking you have to make death threats to a developer because their fucking video game isn't out yet. A quarantine pandemic is not the time to piss off your fan base. Yeah, let but it's also say. not the time to be a fucking degenerate asshole. I know we've yes. talked about this before, about like rabid video game fans and why you'll never call yourself a gamer, and I'll never call myself a gamer for different reasons but i agree with you on that aspect just if you're listening to this now don't <laughs> fucking make death threats that's that's that's, that's, anyone, re that's weird reason, and really. wrong for any yeah anyone for any reason like if they have a, if it's a the difference of political opinion if it's a fucking game developer it's whatever don't don't do that it's fucking weird you're weird for doing that also illegal pretty sure it is illegal, but unfortunately, yeah. the, the mask of the internet allows you to just sort of throw things out there and not yeah. have any repercussions. Well, if you took away the anonymity from video gamers, they would... Crumble? Yes. Good. You would see them for the weaklings they are. Let's find out where they live. Oh, let's let's threaten them with death. <laughs> Sci-fi doc section. Welcome to the, <laughs> the anti-gamer podcast. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Today we're targeting gamers. Gamers. Uh, I was, Again. Who's, that, who's that one? Oh, that one annoying one. There's so many. I, yeah, I was gonna say all. Uh, regardless. Ninja. The joke is passed. Oh. Today no, on Ninja. the Anti Gamer Podcast, did you build a $1,500 gaming PC and do you only play platformers? Well, we're coming after you. <laughs> Did you know Takamura's name is actually Goro? I thought yeah. that was an insult we're calling him. No. <laughs> I was like, this is radically offensive. I'm not okay with calling him Goro. No, I That's think later, later in the name, story, bro. in person, uh, V just refers to him. Like, in when he's talking to him as Goro, and I'm like, oh, that's his name, isn't it? I am. I'm shocked. I've well, I've heard him call it in person too, and Takamura's just like, Ugh. like I'm like, okay, well, he's just rolling with the casual yeah. racism right now. Yeah, it's like if you no, yeah. it's just his name. If you want to get specific and dive into my weeby knowledge, um, it is kind of a I don't want to say a taboo, but it is a little bit weird when uh, you know, you use a Japanese person's given name rather than oh, their yeah, family yeah, yeah. name, unless you're extremely close. Supposed to be Takamura Sama. He's supposed to be well. No, uh, Takamura yeah, I mean, San. <laughs> well, it could be Sama too, but yeah, San particularly, it would be. Yeah. Takamura Senpai. <laughs> Notice me. <laughs> Notice me in that garbage pile over there. <laughs> oh man. Uh, so, I guess to, I want to talk about some positive things. Um, 
Yeah, because when you when you brush past all the dust and all the glitches, the it's game's a fun. great fucking game. Yeah, uh, I just I wanna, still I, have gripes. I just want to right off the bat. I just want to say that Keanu Reeves makes this game for me. Oh, he he's rocks. wonderful, and he butts in at times where I wouldn't expect him to butt in. It's mm-hmm. fucking perfect. You're just on a random little side mission that you picked up, and all of a sudden he's just there leaning against the wall, having. Mm-hmm so much to say about what's going on. I mean, I hope they paid Keanu Reeves very well, and I'm assuming they did. Oh, yeah. Because he makes this game. Yeah. 100%. It's a pleasure, and um, it's a shame that there's, like, certain spots where it doesn't work. Like, um, I, I, I accidentally skipped doing something, so, like, when you first meet Johnny... It's so weird because, like, their relationship is so important to, like, develop early on mm-hmm. that when you, you skip something after you meet him and all of a sudden we go from get out of my head to, hey, Johnny, what's going on mm-hmm. over there? Are you I talking, was like, there's, ah, there's, a, there's a very specific mission right after you wake up in Act 2. Did you skip that mission? Yeah, I didn't go it, talk to Takamura it's, it at says, first. Oh, okay. I was going to say it says talk to jo- There's a mission that just says talk to Johnny, but it doesn't give you a location it didn't give me a location at all really i thought it was so I just, just yeah i just I talked, missed a fucking huge thing about it i talked to him and we mm. had the fight for the for the beta blockers yeah which was really right. cool yeah that's and that's then, like right after you like start waking up that's like interesting so that might because well, what to, ends up happening is you go to talk to takamura yeah. and all that happens he leaves mm. and then johnny sits down in the booth right and he goes he's like okay listen up we got to mm-hmm. figure something out here. And that's right. when everything is kind of hashed out. But if you skip that and just kind of like still go start side questing, you're going to start having conversations with this dude who you're supposed to hate. Yeah. And it won't uh, it won't make any sense. So, so yeah. just be aware. Go do that. Yeah. There's yeah. a there's a mission specifically called the Ballad of uh, I can't remember exactly who it is, but it's like the Ballad. It's the Ballad of some somebody's name. Johnny Silverhand. No, but it the no, but the content of the mission is that you're supposed to talk to Johnny, and I I imagine that's kind of where there's a bit of a gap hmm. bridger between yep. trying to trying to beta block him versus like oh we're fine we're cool now successfully beta blocking him. It's Mark. Yeah, he's not on the cast tonight. He's only a few hours. No, into the game, I see so, him. Yeah, which well, he's about to now? play the game. Is right? he drinking a twisted tea? He's updating. He's updating his computer. That he's gonna he's gonna what hit an it hard. Idiot. Imagine updating computers. <laughs> yeah. yeah, screw but that. Updating. I get. I pay the. I play no the base product. Um, base Windows. The base Windows. I still. I still play the original. The OG. I'm windows. running 95, baby. Oh, I. I got Vista. Nothing wrong with that. Wait, do you really? No. <laughs> God, no. Because I, I know people who do still have Vistas, so that wasn't as shocking as 95. Are they doing maybe it as, as a, a virtual machine? Uh, I was going to say, bit? maybe as a virtual machine, but like, I don't think I don't think Cyberpunk will even run on Vista. No, it wouldn't run on anything besides, I think, 8 might be the, one the way latest to find one. Out. Mm-hmm. What about Windows 9? <laughs> you mean 8.1? You know, I like to no. think some somewhere there is a Windows 9. Hidden away in Bill Gates' vault. And it's far he, superior to Windows 10. And Bill Gates said, the world is not ready for this. Just put out another one and call it 10. He's like, well, we'll we will in, we will use Windows 9 to inject inside of the people. 
They will all be Windows 9. No, but he's After like, I release this virus. But, but some guy was like, well, why don't we just call the next one Windows 9? He's like, no, because when I release this, I want them to know. I want them, <laughs> I to, want know. them to know this was 9. <laughs> Oh, um, so I want to talk about where I'm at in the game and where like we all, you know, story bits and, and themes and things like that. Um, and then if you guys, you guys could chime in on that one. And then at that point, if you guys want to talk about anything further than that, I could peace out. Otherwise, if you're like, no, we're good. We we're good. There. Honestly, the endings are different enough that I, I really don't think we need to go into it and talk about it. Well, our listeners may be curious as to what kind of endings you got, though, is what I'm saying. So, well, hmm. we'll, we'll we'll cross that bridge if we come to it. Okay. Um, I do wanna I wanna talk about uh my experiences so far. Um, I'm a completionist, as you as you boys know. Mm-hmm. I believe that if I'm paying for something, I am going to do it to the best of my ability. Um, there's some things that I'm not doing on this playthrough that I'm going to save for, like, my bad guy playthrough, like, you know, helping the police, um, because I won't do it. I won't fucking do it. You can't make me. Um, but so even if you see someone, like, getting abused on the street by a criminal, if, if I see someone, if I'm walking in. down the street and I see, like, gang members, like, beating the shit out of a citizen... I, I'll step in. Okay. But if I'm, like, walking by and I see a bounty pop up and it's, like, assaulted NCPD police officer, I'm, like, cool, and I keep walking. Like, I don't care. Um, because there, I'm not I'm not, I'm not, not playing. And here's the big thing. Here's what it comes down Ladies to. Ladies and gentlemen, like, I just want to point out that one of his best friends is a police officer. Yeah. And I've, <laughs> he, I've made my – he listens to this. He understands the way it goes. Um, ben sees I him trust, every weekend and says, or just starts singing "fuck the police" at him. I trust him to be, uh, if if he really, uh, we've had this talk, or if he really, really wants to be there, I trust that he's there for a good reason, and that should the event come up, he would he would always step up, and I believe he would. Um, regardless, um, this isn't cyberpunk, you know. Encouraging you and rewarding you for helping the police is not the genre. The police are the warriors of the rich and the wealthy, and they're the warriors of the elite, of the corpos, and you shouldn't be rewarded for helping them. They are the villains. They are the enemies of this game. Oh, right up there with the corpos. It go. It starts off with, when you have a street kid. I played street kid to start. And um, the cops arrest you, and it turns out they're working for this corpo guy. Uh, and he's like, just throw him in the river. And yes, one of these cops does his civic duty and does not kill you. Um, but, uh, you know, the, re- you, the point is that they, yes, there are some good ones, but the point is that most of them work for the corpos, and they are bad, and the good ones don't do anything about it. So why am I being rewarded for helping them? They are literally the villains of the game. You know what I'm saying? Well, I'm just an, uh, uh, an Eddie maker. I'm an Eddie magnet, so I'm going to go to wherever I can get them Eddies. Um, and I respect that. Like yeah, when I maxed I, out my street cred super quick doing those missions. When I'm going to play like a villain, I'll definitely like be that too. But right now, like I'm definitely like man of the people, like like straight up perfect good guy like and he, and i have and here's the funny thing i have no fucking money i really don't yeah and so like you're gonna want the mods you can want them rides well i've got i've got my i've got enough money i got my mantis blades now Wait. i've got some good 
ocular eyes. Wait till you some... run into the Thornton Mackinac. You're going to want that big boy. Get you that pickup I'm, truck. I'm driving ah. around in a crappy car, or uh, driving around town in a crappy car, and I'm just saving people when I can, man. And I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do those bounty missions. Not on this character. I'm saving it for my, for my boss bitch Corpo character, who will be killing everyone with the katana. So, so, um, I had a very, uh, a slightly different beginnings of this game from you guys because I started with the street kid, and I was like. I want to see what the corporal one's like. So then I started a corporal character. I got that cor corporal character up to level 23, and I went, I want to see what the nomad character's like. So then I made a nomad, and that's what I played through the entire game with. So I've, I'll just tell you what I got on Steam. And I want you to subtract probably about 18 hours from this of just me leaving my PC on. Sure. Like pausing the game and then walking away and then forgetting about it, but uh, yeah. I have 136.3 hours um, into this game so far. That's impressive, dude. That's it's, impressive. it's a hole. It just sucks you in. And I beat the game probably about four hours before we did this podcast, and then I went and played uh, Warhammer Two with our friend Mitch for a little bit. But then we got off, and I had 20 minutes. I was like, I'll just make a new character. I've already started another playthrough on Cyberpunk. I didn't even go back to my other characters that I started. I deleted them and started a new playthrough. All right. Um, I like it. I, I, I like that you're so excited about it. I really am, because like a lot of people aren't. And I'm also excited to go through another playthrough. I don't think I'll start it as quickly as you will, uh, but just because I have other games that I think I want to get to. But oh, Jesus, I, am, I do too. But uh, I am happy that you're so excited about it. I, I love it. And I'm going to burn myself out on it. I'll forget about it for several months. But this is this is what I love about PC, though, is I could play this game 10 years from now. Mm -hmm. It'll still be fine. And it'll, and it'll run much better. Yes. A lot better. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. When the Game of the Year edition comes out, it's going to be mm -hmm. perfect. Well, that's the thing, too. That was the thing with The Witcher 3 is, like, the game when it released, it released like this, where I was, it was the cause of tons of controversy, nothing was right, everything looked terrible, which made them go ahead, and every time they showed a demo of Cyberpunk, they were like, this is not the final game, this is simply a demo version. And they were like, this will change. They don't even say this might change, they said this will change. And I'm still seeing articles now, post-launch, that are going like, Cyberpunk 2077 isn't the game they showed us at E3. It's like, yes, they told you it wouldn't be. Well, okay, so a lot of those articles, though, is still in the uh, clickbait, shock value. Just get people to open this fucking webpage. They'll post a lot of shit, so it's whatever. But um, it's funny, though, is Witcher 3 is now basically the model RPG. Open world RPG, I should say. That is what people point to when you say this is what a good RPG looks like. Sure, yeah, I agree. And I think Cyberpunk will be there someday, too. Someday. And really it is. Yeah. But so I, there's another thing I I, I read. Another I, I forget who it was by. You guys will probably hate me because well, it was either Polygon or it was from Forbes. And I know how you guys all love Forbes um, when it comes to video games. But... Uh, they said that cyberpunk is basically a summation uh, that's the right word but it is what it is. the last generation was for rpgs hmm. it's not exactly saying this is what the future of rpgs is like everyone thought it was going to be 
it is definitely just this is what the last generation was able to do. And it's not bad. It's not a bad thing. Not a bad way to go out on the whole last generation saying this is what it can do. Um, they haven't really pushed the boundaries with this game, though. That's the one thing I will say. I feel mm-hmm. that. It's good, I but do. it's not new. But they're not That's adding a, big... a new element, I should say. But isn't that, a, isn't that a big thing with games now, anyway? Like, nothing ever does feel really new, at least not in AAA titles anymore, because there's not a there's not a financial, uh, there's not a profitability in taking risk, you know? If you try something and it doesn't work on a AAA game, you're not, you're going to be in a lot of trouble. Right. And so, you can't really expect that out of these AAA games anymore. Assassin's Creed... You know the the Souls games, the ghosts, the Ghost of Tsushima game, like you know, even that, but that was fairly different and fairly new. Well, Assassin's Creed, Look at is, Death Stranding. That's, that's true, yeah. Uh, I would say Assassin's Creed is different because it's uh, Ubisoft slash Ubisoft. I never know how to say that game, that company properly. Ubisoft. 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 Uh, yeah, the French. Um, Assassin's Creed is different because every single Ubisoft game is a successor. To the last one. Doesn't matter what specific game. It could be Ghost Recon. It could be Assassin's Creed. It could be uh, Far Cry. Doesn't matter. Each one is a successor. They learn something differently. They do something differently. So the next game they release has some of those elements, it feels like. They can still break them. So you're never going to really notice something different, like drastically different between each of their games. Whereas if you get a uh, company like... Elder Scrolls, or not Elder Scrolls, sorry, Bethesda, they come out with games so infrequently, not counting the ones they publish, but the ones they actually develop, so infrequently that it's a a drastic difference between each one. Each Elder Scrolls is drastically different, I would say. Same thing with each Fallout, save for 76, whatever, it's garbage, but... Yeah, I mean, definitely, like, Skyrim came out, and it was definitely, like, the worst thing they've ever put out compared to other games. Um, so in that way, it was pretty different. Yeah, well, Fallout 4 was pretty bad. Fallout 4 was terrible too, yeah. I enjoyed Fallout 4, but I'm very forgiving of a lot of things. The story was not good, but the, the rest of the game was. Everything but the story yeah, yeah. was good. <laughs> the game was fine. You know, we're not here to you know, yeah. this isn't the bash fall bash Bethesda podcast or anything. We've I already mean, done that. We right. have done that. I'm pretty sure we covered did we cover New Vegas Fun on fact, an episode? We, we actually episode? have we never Todd covered Howard New Vegas. Tonight. Todd Howard is oh, with us tonight no, to Todd, talk about on, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. What are you doing in our houses? It's a quarantine. It's yeah, a quarantine. Our, Get out of my house. All three of our separate houses all at once. Todd, what are you doing? The Todd sense are here. Man, this is what Todd's do, been developing the last several years. Go make Starfinder, you fucking Instead idiot. Instead of Elder Scrolls Six, Todd Howard has been developing yeah. a technology to put him in three different places at once. It just works. <laughs> He's calling it Project Starfinder. <laughs> um, now, speaking of Bethesda games, I, I think it's funny that so many people have had problems with the glitches and the bugs in this game. It's like nobody fucking played Skyrim or, you know, any any Fallout game ever. Those have myriad bugs. But Those no have one floating expect- objects and... 
you know, people's heads turn 180 degrees around and shit. And they... No one expected it out of this one, though. Like, for some reason, I'm not justifying that because they mm-hmm. should have expected it. No one expected it for some reason. They were like, they, they had this idea that CD Projekt Red was yeah. this infallible god and not some fucking megacorp. Like, they are literally Arasaka. Right. Well, do you want to... CD Projekt Red is Arasaka, just for the record. Do you, do you want to this... tell you what it is? It's the fact that... The... They delayed it so many times, and their reason was saying we want to put out the best game possible that we can f- for the fans, for you guys. So because of that, we're going to delay it again to smooth it, it out. Comes out. And it and came out like that. Better. They went, what the fuck? You know? Because yeah. at the end of the day, the fans felt they were owed something. A lot of it has to do with the sheer amount of pre-orders that came with this game. It was ungodly. Um, so people did feel they were owed something. They already paid money for it. So if you pre-order something and it keeps getting delayed, I, it's understandably that you can get pissed off, but it all comes back to the gamer culture and honestly, fandom in general, they feel they're owed something. Well, then, and also look at Bethesda. Like, Bethesda, for all for all of their faults, they do something I really enjoy, which is they do not show the game until the year it's coming out. And yeah. they don't delay it. I don't think they've ever delayed a game. Fuck that. Um, uh, Blizzard is even better. They had, what they announced StarCraft two two weeks before they released it or something like that. I'm not sure about that one. I can't remember. Maybe one of the one of or the at least they didn't show second and third it. parts. Regardless, um, this game is is cool, but I'm really really tired of massive open world games, and I'm as an and I know that's the cranky old adult in me. But it needs to stop. Like, we, we don't we, have time for them anymore. We, I don't time for them we anymore, don't have time guys. For them anymore. That's just how it goes. I, I really want to play them, and my self control, my lack of self control, will allow me to play them. But I don't have time. I see people complaining that Spider-Man Miles Morales is only eight hours long to and like fifteen to one hundred percent. That's what games should be. That's what I want. I know, but that I don't think that justifies the cost in that case. But, well, no, the cost needs to come down. Miles yeah. Morales, I think, ended it, up being 50. It should have probably been 30 to 40. Yes, I would say 35 to 40 would be very fair for that game. Mm-hmm. But um, that's why I'm waiting for it till I get a PS5. So, Bro, you should have... Caroline already sold her copy. She should have approached you first. She, has a, she, she had it for PS4, and she never even asked me to begin with. But I don't want to play it for PS4. I think I she posted it on Facebook, and someone just got to it before. She did. But uh, I, I, I don't, like I said, I don't want to play it on PS4, so. I don't want to play anything on PS4. Oh, that reminds me. I have to tell you a wonderful story, boys. I've told I've told Colin this. I don't know if you've heard this, Mark. Probably not. Uh, so I pre-ordered the, uh, the collector's edition for Cyberpunk 2077 back when it was announced. The one with the really nice statue and big box, a box much bigger than I thought it was going to be. And I, I pre-ordered it for PS4 uh, back in October of 2019. And I was so excited for it. I, it was The game was going to come out in April for my birthday. And then it got delayed, and I'm like, whatever. Oh, well. Over time, I build a PC. Well, now I'm looking at this $250 monster I've bought, and I'm like... I don't want this anymore because I want my PC. I want to play it on PC. I won't want to play it on PS4, especially because I know my PC can run it. You know, I invested into a 2070 Super. Like, I'm, I'm going to fucking play this game on my PC. So I was like, you know what? 
I'm just gonna see if I can sell it. So I put it online. Uh, I put the listing up, and uh, like a week before the game's coming out, and I'm like, we'll ship the day I get it, which is December 10th. And I sold it. I sold it after much hassle. Someone, someone did buy it from me, and then said, nope, changed my mind. Someone finally bought it from me, the December 10th, when all of the console reviews started coming out. And oh my god, when I <laughs> wiped my forehead, they paid for it, and they were like, yeah, and I was like, I put that thing in a fucking box, and I kicked it out the door so fast, I was like, take it! <laughs> Sorry, no and returns. I, I made, like, I made, I ended up taking a, 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 like, I didn't take a loss, I broke out even, and I got, like, ten bucks out of it, because I, I had to drop the price, because I was just trying to get it out the fucking door at that point. So, I, I, I was able to escape. And we're good. <laughs> um, all right. At this point, I want to go into good sci-fi, bad sci-fi. I want you to tell yeah, me if cyberpunk. You guys don't want to talk about your endings. I'm okay. I think we both want to experience. I want to experience the remaining endings. I don't know if Col I don't know what Colin. Oh, what ending Colin got? Oh, I, I, uh, yeah, I definitely want to experience the other ones without really knowing too much about them. So that's fair. Mm -hmm. All right, cool. Because I have heard they're they're that different. So. There are yeah, I think from what I'm from what I've come to understand, I'm trying to avoid any potential spoilers, yeah. but they're all they're all significantly different enough. Um so I will say I'll start. I will say this is great science fiction. It really is. It's it's one of those things where they're talking about technology that feels almost near future accessible in a way. And I, I honestly, I think there is a, a future to be had with body modifications on the level that they appear probably with a little bit more oversight, but I still think it'll be a reality someday. So um, it's kind of one of those more realistic approaches to sci-fi, just like The Expanse was. And I really appreciate that. So I say great sci-fi. Ban. Well, I have the right to revise my opinion down the line, I'm going to say, because I have not finished it. So uh, I'm going to say, as of right now, it is good sci-fi to me, but it is okay cyberpunk. This is mm. a game that understands cyberpunk in concept only and like cool neon lights, violence, gangs and corpos but they don't understand the why the soul the heart of of the fight against these people they don't understand that cyberpunk isn't a celebration of of a future it's a it's a warning of an inevitability you know like this is what the world is moving toward and there's nothing you can do to stop it is what cyberpunk is saying and not just the game but the genre i mean and I'm a little surprised that Mike Pondsmith was involved in this because this seems counterintuitive to what he believes in as well. Not that, you know, and it's not like I'm saying this is a full-on, like, alt-right romp through, like, smashing, you know, whatever, whatever leftist ideals they want. No, that's not the case. They understand the leftist ideals and they're there, but they don't. They don't believe in them. They don't, they don't, you know, breathe them. They don't allow us to really, and I don't know if that's a, a standard of limits in the game's engine and allowing us to make certain changes, or if that's a limit in their own thinking and a limit in how they understand the genre. So good sci-fi, 
okay cyberpunk. Okay. Andrew. You know, I, I said it. I think that's probably one of the first things I said at the top of the episode, but I really love just cyberpunk as an aesthetic. And, um, you know, I mean, could we have gotten a better game if they had let it, you know, if they left it in the oven for a few more months, half a year, full year, I think we could have gotten a better game overall. Yeah. Uh, the game we did get, I had fun. I, I mean, I, I want to, I want to play through those other endings. Um, you know, this game's getting patched pretty frequently. As of this recording, I think um, we're headed uh, to 1.07. Yes. And there's free DLC coming out. I'm I'm hoping the DLC isn't just strategically placed barbershops. <laughs> <laughs> Although but we for, need them. For free, I wouldn't put it past anybody. Um, but if it's, if it's actually some kind of substantial um, DLC, I will play it. I will be back for this game. Um, I had a great time. I had a great time with it. You know, I mean, I, I would put more hours into it. So really, really excellent, uh, really fantastic, uh, sci-fi from me. Really fantastic sci-fi. I don't okay, think anyone's then. ever said that before. Appreciate that. Though. I don't know. <laughs> but at least he didn't say magnanimous, so we're good. Right, no, sure. no, I don't think it gets the coveted magnanimous. Which I love that. Definitely not an appropriate word, and no. none of us picked up on it until later on. But Way later. Oh, uh, fun fact. V's voice actor, male V's voice actor is in uh, Valerian. Oh, yeah, I did Valerian. see that. Yep. Is it Dane DeHaan? No, no it is not no. Dane DeHaan. No. I, I, Actually, I Dane, DeHaan, at... Dane DeHaan did the voice of Johnny. There you go, folks. <laughs> did he really? Uh, no, but he totally could. Oh. <laughs> Oh, not it's Johnny. I was, thinking, I was thinking. No, no, no. I was thinking of another character. I forget what his name is, but I. He's a soldier. Oh, Valerian and V start with the same letter. <laughs> oh my God! You just cracked the fucking fast. code. I don't want to be a cyberpunk. No, I want to be the baguette. The baguette factory. The baguette. Okay. So, Gavin Trey, you did a good job, man. It's not you. Just so you know, when you listen to this, it's not you. We're making fun of Valerian, not you. You're good. Yeah. Yeah, you're good. You're not French, unless you are. Like, if you have a resume, just kind of lower Valerian down the list a little bit. You're fine. You're fine. Move it down. Um. All right, folks. There you have it. That is our uh, first take and impressions on the video game Cyberpunk 2077. Um, probably our only take, to be with, honest. With, but... Yes, with all of our topics, there's tons more we probably want to say. I know I do. But in the interest of respecting each other and listeners, we're not going to really get too spoiler-heavy with this. So... Because it's too it's too much to ask of someone to just yeah play the video game and listen to our podcast. Yeah, it's I'm been gonna, like four, it's been three no, weeks. So. I'm not going to do that. So yeah. I know people who want to play the game and they haven't even started yet. So yeah, there is a chance I, there is a chance I'll, I'll want to at least, and I'm sure you guys will too. But I know that there's a pretty good chance I will want to like come back at the beginning of a of an episode and like just kind of chat about something really quick. I would love to talk about the endings yeah. once I've experienced uh, at least two. Yeah, I, I feel like I, I feel like something would significantly have to happen with the game in order for us to do a follow up episode. And who knows? You we know? we just might. I well, we'll see. Next week we're going to be talking about the new sci-fi hit blockbuster. Don't take your kids to see it. Movie 
jujitsu. Starring Nick Cage as a samurai whose job it is to fight aliens when they come to challenge Earth. Oh my god, I'm so excited. Yeah, it's going to be a a general uh, adrenaline thrill ride, so I'm excited for that. I I would love to watch it with some of you boys. Uh, Boys and boys, make sure you watch that next week. For next week, we can get a... If we can get a digital watch party going. Oh, that would be yeah. great. We could do that. The technology is here. Let's yeah. do it. See how many sci-fi boys we can get on that, too. That'd be great. Mm-hmm. We'll have fun. All yeah. right. All right. Now you can say it. Yes. Thank you. Until next time.